All right, everyone, this is uh, Bishop Cornelius Bowser, pastor of Charity Apostolic Church. And um, today we're coming at you with the Shafat Outreach Podcast. And this is my channel, which is Slow Motion with Bishop Cornelius Bowser. And we this is our first podcast, and we're going to be launching a podcast once a week, touching on the issues in our communities and uh, tying it and linking it in, you know, with the church and with God on, on the spiritual side. We get all the earthly things, worldly things, but we don't too much talk about the spiritual things. So today we're going to be talking about Nick Cannon and what happened to him, you know, talking about the black Hebrews and all of that. And we also want to touch on um, uh, Kanye West and, um, you know, with some of the things he's been doing, you know, he's he claiming to be a Christian and we're not going to question his uh, relationship with God, but we most definitely want to just launch into some of the things he's been saying and doing. And um, I have with me today, brother Rick Turner, Ricky Turner. And uh, he's, he's really one of our ministers at charity apostolic church. You know, God is using him mightily really appreciate him, the things that he's doing. And so we're going to be using this podcast podcast to um, highlight our members of our church you know, uh, with the launching of Shafat Outreach, uh, which is a ministry of Charity Apostolic Church. And don't forget, you can go check us out on our um, uh, website. Uh, it used to be my personal website. We transformed it into uh, Shafat Outreach website and ministry of Charity Apostolic Church, which is at www.corneliusbowser-gangs.com. And uh, come on through and, and and check out the website. We got a lot of inter interesting information on there. And, uh, of course, Brother Rick, he'll give you information about him and how you can check him out. And we will be posting some things on our website also about our members like Brother Rick and, and Buddy Roots and others who are doing things uh, in their ministries. Because we want people to know that our church is a powerful church and we're doing some great things in, the, in, in ministry and in the community. All right. So, Brother Rick. Welcome to Slow Motion with Bishop Cornelius Bowser. <laughs> praise y'all, praise y'all. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Good. Amen. Amen. Now, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, that's a lot to tell, but um um born and raised in San Diego. Um, you know, I've been saved uh for about four, I want to say like 6 years now. Mhm. Mm um and just been um you know I went from a couple churches until I finally found my home church Amen. with uh, you uh, Charity Apostolic, uh, it's been a good uh, teachable journey, mm -hmm. uh, but I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Um, I also do music. Um, before I was saved, I was uh, doing rap music, you know, worldly stuff. <laughs> but um, you know, it's always been in me, man. So when I when I made the transition to be saved and, and walk with God. Um, that carried on too as well. So now it's just all about gospel rap. Amen. You know, I don't I don't really want to classify it as Christian rap, but just uh, gospel rap. And you know, mm -hmm. we just uh, talk about the Lord, His Word, put the message out, and um, try to encourage people in it. Amen. Amen. Now you know I know one of the things that uh, you shared with me is that um, you know you were in the gang and. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you also been to prison. Can you share a little bit with us about that? Yes, yes, yes. I've been to prison a few times. Um, I always lived a, a criminal lifestyle, uh, running with gangs out here, also in San Diego with Skyline. Uh, we were bloods. I mean, uh, well, you know, they call us Pyrus, but, you know, we're bloods as well. Mm -hmm. um, just always running with them since my youth. Um, and then after, you know, I, I started getting arrested, 
I just started getting more into uh, crime, you mm-hmm. know, overall. Didn't really care about the gangbanging too much, mm-hmm. but I was just venturing out into more criminal activities. And, you know, it was always, always leading me to the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Always was uh, it feeding into my addiction, drinking, smoking, um, doing drugs, and just um, just a lot of wickedness. You know, but thankful to the Lord, man, he pulled me out of that. Um, I always knew about God ever since I was young. But, you know, I was pretty much running my whole t- running my whole time, you know, just running from the Lord. And, you know, until that one time when you got to give it up. Amen. And so here we are. Amen. Now, what, what kind of um, uh, turned you, moved you towards uh, the Lord? Well, for me, it's like I said, like I always, like for me, when I was young, about four years old, um, he revealed himself to me. I remember it, you know, vaguely. Um, I mean, not vaguely, but like real specifically that he revealed himself to me. And I always had that knowledge that what they were te- teaching and talking about in church, I knew that it was real. I knew that I had, there was a divine uh, authority and I knew that Jesus, Yahshua was real. So I traveled throughout my whole life knowing that that's real, but that in the back of my mind, I always knew that there's going to be, there has to be a change because Amen. I always was fearing, you know, like, man, hell is real. <laughs> so I know there's going to be one day when I'm going to have to change my life or choose to change my life because if I die, that's going to be my eternal, you know, reward. So um, about 2014, when is when like stuff really just started hitting me and I just really started to um, seek him wholeheartedly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ask him specific things and specific signs. And he was revealing himself to me. And then that's when I was like, you know, uh, I made the personal choice to just fully surrender and submit amen. and commit. Amen. 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 That's 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 a blessing because, you know, we uh, we all have our testimonies about what God has uh, done for us and where he's brought us from. And that's amazing. So a lot of people need to hear and understand that and know that because, you know, one of the things that, you know, I, I, I find today is, is very hard to reach young black men, you know, that, you know, and brown men that are, you know, um, out in the streets, caught up in the drugs, the gangs, and so the last place they want to look and the last place they want to come is the church. And yeah. we just seem to have a real issue with that. So let us dive on into this. You know, um, one of the um, uh, things that happened last week, and I think it spilled over this week, but, you know, that's what we call this slow motion because we just want to slow down a little yeah. bit. And drama, you know, in the um, uh, Matrix, you know, they had that <laughs> slow motion and you oh, can yeah. see him ducking the bullets. Even though he's supposed to be going fast, they slow it down to show it how he saw it. Oh, yeah. And so on. And so we just want to slow things down and 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 really kind of dive into this, you know, and talk about this a little bit uh-huh. uh, more. And so now one of the things I know I, I heard, saw you post on uh, Facebook when you, you was talking about uh, Nick Cannon and you was talking about uh spiritual you know yes. not understand spiritual can you elaborate on that for me please so i was um i was seeing on my page on my timeline a lot of people were um referring to nick cannon and how he had got into a situation where he had got fired from his um i don't know if it's the the network that he works for or the whatever company that he works for i think it was viacom or whatever uh-huh so he got fired, and what drew my attention was that they were talking about he was fired for anti-Semitic comments. Right. And so for me, I was like, okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, amen. Um, so I went back and, you know, give it about a week or so, I finally went back and checked it out and, and saw what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And um, 
for me, I, I thought he was uh, just talking reckless. He uh-huh. was foolish and ignorant at most because he's talking about a certain topic that a lot of people have not. Oh, yeah, a lot of people have not really got the proper understanding of, and it's the Hebrew Israelite doctrine. And so what he was talking about, he was talking ignorantly because there's certain things that he's totally missing out. But uh, just overall, he doesn't live a life that's committed or submitted to Yah. So he's pretty much was talking about spiritual things, but he doesn't have the spirit of God. Right. So when I when I see that and then when I saw what came from it. I was like, well, you got your reward. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You because you because you had the opportunity to speak truth, but you didn't speak truth. You gave a partial truth, and you spoke from a place that you weren't called to speak from. Right, right. So that's that's what I commented on, and of course, the people came in and they attacked me about that. What is what's some of the things they were saying? Well, he was talking about um, he's talking about black people and how the the melanin that's in uh, the, our skin color. Uh, makes us a little bit sub- more superior than all other nationalities. I saw that, yeah. And and f- and I was like, well, okay, you're talking about that, but you know, one thing that I noticed about with a lot of people who've adopted the Hebrew Israelite doctrine um, is that it's all about truth, but there's no spirit in there. They gotcha. never mentioned the spirit, and the Bible says we will worship in the spirit. Well, the time has come when the true worshipers mm-hmm. will worship in spirit and truth. And you never hear them talking about the spirit. Right. It's just, it's, they're very knowledgeable. Right. I mean, these guys are sharp. Yeah. And you know, they, 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 that, but the Bible says the knowledge pumps up, puffs mm-hmm. up. And that's exactly, I saw that manifest with him. Like, you're talking about all this other stuff, but what about the spirit of God? Right. You know what I mean? And then the Bible, you know, when we're, we go to the book of Romans, mm-hmm. it's all about the spirit now. Right. You know, it's not about the bloodline per se. Right. Yeah. Of, of course, it's still, it's still important. I believe it's still important and, and things like that. And I, I think it does uh, matter to an extent about, you know. Who you are. Yeah, to who you are, of course. But it's about the spirit, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's it's like I tell people, like, just because we have the same skin color, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're my brother. That's right. Because that's you right. may be pushing something that's unrighteous and immoral. That's right. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm, down, I'm not down with that. That's right. There's two children, two children, children of God and children of Satan. Oh, yeah. And you can be born again and come on this side. But if you do, you have to make sure that you're representing him based on truth. And so that's that's for sure. Um, I know I was talking with um, one of my pastor friends today about uh, Nick Cannon. And one of the things I was telling him is that, you know, it seems like today that um, I shouldn't say today, but one of the things I hear a lot when, when I talk to people who either discover you know, the, 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 the black Hebrew movement and so on. And, and, and can, and I know people in there, some very good, good guys, good people. They're not racist or anything like that. Yeah. But, but, but some of the narratives are, are framed that way, especially when you talk about the Jewish people. Yeah. Who we know that is in, in the land, native land now versus what blacks are saying. These black Hebrews that say that they are the true uh, Israelites and yes. so on. And um, you, you, but my thing was it's kind of like what you so I, I it is important to know who you are and where you come from. But you know that's not going to get you into the kingdom. Exactly. Right? You know when the Lord come, just because you say you're a black Hebrew or whatever kind of Hebrew you are, uh, a Jew or whatever, that's not what's going to get you into the kingdom when He comes back for His church. Yes. Right. Uh, you, you have to believe the gospel. You have to repent of your sins. You have to be baptized in his name and you have to be filled with his spirit. Right. And and, and at least that's what we believe. Other folks, other Christian 
uh, traditions, believe different things. I'm just sharing with you what we believe and yes. what we believe it takes to be saved. And um, and that's what's going to matter, whether you're whether you're a Jew or Gentile. You know, uh, it, it doesn't matter if you think you're black Hebrew or not. Uh, you every single one of us has to go through the same process <clears throat> of being saved. Mm -hmm. So that's very important. So <clears throat> when we look at Nick Cannon and, and so on, do you think he should have been fired from his jobs? And do you think they blew that out of proportion from the perspective of like saying, hey, this is hate, what you're saying, and we can't have the now no being tied into the world and that system, that's what you face, right? Because some of the preaching that I do, they can say that's hate speech, right? Yeah. And, and so sometimes they take things to the extreme, but I think it's very important what you said about the spiritual. If people don't understand that, then they, they kind of blend everything together and, and get mixed up on on what is truth and speaking in truth, spirit and truth versus spewing hate. You know, because yes. God is a God of love, but he does um, call for a perfect, holy life, godly yes. life, right? And and if you're not that way, we call those things out. Sometimes people say you're hating on people. Yes. You know, if you speak out against certain type of lifestyles or behaviors, they say you're hating on people. When all you <laughs> when you're really not hating on people, no. you're trying to get people to repent. And sometimes you you the, for a person to repent, they have to see what they've done is wrong, right? Yes. Even with the police, one of the things that we say, right, we say that, you know, you got to acknowledge before you can address racial profile racism, you gotta acknowledge that it exists. Exactly. Exactly. So with um, with Nick Cannon, I don't think that he should have been fired, but I knew that he was going to get fired. Gotcha. Because you know who uh, <laughs> you work for, and you're talking about these people. Now, going back to that, he did say something that I agreed with mm -hmm. um, to an extent. Uh, if I'm correct, he was talking about, he said he was apologizing and saying what he was, he said that in t initially, I think he said what he said was not anti-Semitic okay. because those people are not the Semitic people. Gotcha. And with, when he said that, I, I agreed with okay. him. But the thing is that um, I didn't mention, you, I didn't hear Christ anywhere. Right. I didn't hear right. nothing about the gospel. I didn't right. hear nothing about the salvation, right. eternal salvation, gift, uh, or any of that. Right. So you're given a partial truth, mm -hmm. you know? And then when he said that, it's like, okay, that's already going to... Even our own people don't want to believe that. And then there's other people that don't believe that. So that's that's hearsay. That's either, either you know... We, we, that's a whole other argument and he's giving these people a whole other platform to just go in and go off on that so I knew he was going to get fired mm -hmm. because like he was talking about how the Jews they control Hollywood and TV and all that stuff and, and you can't say that yeah. yeah you can't say those type of things you know what I mean because they they may know that and mm -hmm. that may be offensive or they right. may not believe that and mm -hmm. that may be offensive so either way it goes there's no wisdom in that so help me out here you know um, when we when you talk about um, some of the things he said he said was not anti-Semitic. Um, what did he say that wasn't anti-Semitic, and why do you agree with him? Well, when he said it wasn't anti-Semitic comments, mm -hmm. he was talking. He he was coming from the perspective that the people who are known to be living and dwelling in Jerusalem right. and, and Israel, those are not the Semitic people. Got you. And when he said that, I agreed with him mm -hmm. because I don't believe those people over there are, are the Semitic people right. as well. Right. Um, when we look at the the blessings and the cursings on Deuteronomy, mm -hmm. um, they just don't fit them. And, right. And, okay. In many ways, in many perspectives, they just don't fit them at mm -hmm. all. But they do fit other ones. Right. Um, so not to go too deep into that, but <laughs> I, I agreed with him on that. Right. You know, but like I said, um, we come back to it. 
and you're talking about these people who are pretty much it's I don't know the what's the percentage of them it's it's a very small percentage of them of who of of Jewish people uh-huh but they 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 own and control a, a massive amount of of finances and um influence in Hollywood and in America. entertainment yeah that's yeah. in America and that's that's what I tell my wife yesterday is that like whoa he he stepped into something right there. If you're going to be in that arena yeah, and you want to stay in that arena, you got to be careful what you say. You know, I oh, mean, yeah. I, you know, like with us, you know, we speak our truth and we love everybody. And I'm in all kind of arenas, but I go in there understanding like any day y'all can reject me because of what I believe. And I'm OK with that from the perspective as long as I know I'm right with God. You yes. know, and that's the main thing. But I, you know, because I think people sometimes misunderstand us. Um, I, I was you know, I was part of an organization and people were calling it a cult, right? <laughs> and and there were some things that were happening going on in there that, that you know, bothered me too. Yeah. And I, I went and researched, you know, cults and things like that. And I like what one guy said. He said, we shouldn't call, and he was just dealing with cults, but I'm going to tie that into this principle we'll be dealing with. Awesome. He said, we shouldn't call um, uh, a group a cult, but call them what they say they are, right? If I'm apostolic, don't say, oh, you're a cult. But he's apostolic, right? So yeah. I, I kind of see the same thing because I, I understand. I've done. I, I've looked at some research and 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 dived into it when people were saying, "Oh, they're not the original Jews" and things like that. Yeah. And I and and I can understand, you know, that there is some play into that, you know, yeah. that that comes from that. But my thing has always been is like I don't want to get into telling a person what they are not right yeah. you know what i mean so Me if too. you say you're a jew you okay you're a jew you know yeah. uh, if you say you're a hebrew uh israelite okay you're hebrew israelite yeah but don't come force that on me yeah. don't come tell me you know you're a hebrew too nah well um that i may you know i, I that have i haven't been convinced of that yet Amen. you know what i mean so Amen. you have to convince me of that i see myself as a gentile yeah so i mean you know and it might look at me as a lost brother and all that that's fine i mean i understand you know i, I see people some people's lost too yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? exactly so so, so I, i'm good with that but i i i i'm, I'm still you know I, I think we grow and we trying yeah. to work through these things because you know like i share with someone you know, before is that like I, you know, uh, on Facebook, I was sharing with like I used to be dogmatic, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't you know, I still believe what I believe, but I'm I don't want to get to a place where I'm condemning people because they don't believe what I believe. Oh, you know, yeah. If yeah. You're, you're whether you're Muslim or whether you're uh, uh, um, even within our Christendom, there's br different branches of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And if you're not in, if you're not apostolic, like I'm an apostolic, the way I used to believe and the way I was raised is, you know, oh, I shouldn't say the way I still believe it that way. But the way I was raised was if you wasn't what I was at what I am, then you're going to hell yeah. until you get what I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's one of the places that, um, that God worked with me too as well, because I'm, 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 you know, very similar with you, you know, I'm like, uh -huh. it's, it's, it's either this or it's that, you know, I'm one of those brothers that got radical faith. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a radical, I'm an extremist. And a lot of people that, that is too much for them. It's too aggressive. And I understand it. I get it, but I'd rather be known for that mm -hmm. with the Lord than to be, 
weak or, right. or lukewarm. And so for me, I see those things in the same perspective. Exactly. Like, I'm focusing more on, on eternal salvation. Mm-hmm. Are you preaching what the Bible's teaching? Yeah, we can go back and forth about those things. And let's just say it is true. Let's mm-hmm. just say it's not true. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with me going to the kingdom at the end of the day. Exactly. So exactly. I, for me, it just it has little value. Right. Um. Another thing that I wanted to say was I... I, I personally know a lot of those brothers that, that preach and teach that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I've sat in on some of their lessons gotcha. and some of their teachings, too. Uh-huh. And for me, it's just um, it's just manifest like that there's no spirit, there's no order, and gotcha. there's really no accountability in that stuff, man. You know, brothers get turned on to some type of uh, revelation or mm-hmm. some type of knowledge and they totally just dismiss what the scriptures say you know, oh, about okay. possessing the spirit, about being baptized in the water, you know, those type of things. They just totally dismiss them. And, right. and not only that, though, but you can tell them by their fruits mm-hmm. and by their actions. Mm-hmm. And these brothers believe that it's 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 okay to curse, you know, have multiple wives. Um, yeah. You don't you don't have to tithe. We yeah. can, anybody can just go and preach and teach on the, on the streets. Of the then room. I heard they take people's wives sometimes. Uh, I heard a Hebrew list like say that that you know that's what happens sometimes. Yeah, I mean it, the, the foolishness doesn't Somebody stop. Somebody else's one. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't stop. Like you know, when, when, if there's no accountability mm-hmm. and there, there, anything goes, mm-hmm. you know, and and so that's one of the things I I, I see it everywhere. Right. So, you know, my thing is, 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 you know, especially when it comes to what Nick Cannon did. And, and I, I know he was interviewing this gentleman who, you know, been believing some of this stuff for a while, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, he, I guess he's trying to, you know, just tie things into that as far as, you know, interviewing this guy and then talking about these things. But like you said, sometimes some things are better, better left alone yeah. if you don't understand really what's going on there in yeah. that sense. And I also understand from the perspective, because people are upset that he apologized, right? Yeah. And I don't yeah. know what's going on in his mind, the reason why he apologized. But I know, like, with me, you know, and I re- I learned this about, I don't know, it, has to, it, it was some years ago, around uh, somewhere between 2009 and 2011, somewhere around there. It could I don't know, but it's somewhere back then. And I, re- I was preaching. Our church was in Santee, and I was preaching. And I was talking about racism mm-hmm. and I, I said, those pecker woods, you know, mm-hmm. and and at the church, you know, some of the brothers came to me and they were saying, <laughs> they said, Pastor, man, you can't say that. That's racist. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, what else? I, said, I, hear them, I said, I hear them say that all the time on TV. He said, yeah, but that's another white person saying it just like, you know, a, a, a white person can't call a black person the N word. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and then when I when he said that, I kind of got it. Mm -hmm. from what they were trying to tell me but and then after that i felt so horrible right yeah because it was like that's not me i'm not (laughs) i'm not preaching hate you know what i mean i'm not attacking trying to call people racist things Mm -hmm. and and so that's why sometimes when people say things about black people and they come back and apologize sometimes it might be jiving around but sometimes that's what i'm thinking in my mind is that you know i was there I've, I've, i've said things that i didn't mean it the way i said it even though i said what i said but in my mind, I had a different understanding. I thought it was okay to say that. Mm-hmm. And when I found out that it wasn't okay because of the brothers put me in check, you know, I repented and I felt horrible about it afterwards. And I never used that word except right now when I was playing yeah, it. Yeah. But I never preached or taught or said anything about any white person that way again yeah. because I don't want to be identified with hate or calling a person a racist term, a racist slur, or anything like that. And so I understand that people can say things 
And then once they're put in check or somebody come in and correct them and educate them, they realize they were wrong and they come back and apologize. So some people don't want to accept apologies or some people say you should have never apologized and things like that. And I don't know what was going on in Nick's canon mind when he did apologize, but I know a lot of black people got upset. Well, I'm hearing a lot of black folks, oh, you didn't have to apologize. What you apologize for? What do you think about that? Well, there's two there's there's two <laughs> ways to look at that and we got to balance it out, I think. So when you... Like even you, mm-hmm. um, and even though you've repented from it, like mm-hmm. when you refer to a culture or a people by something other than they are, I believe that it's from a carnal place. Right. Um, even if it's it's they don't deem it uh, derogatory or, or racist mm-hmm. or prejudice, mm-hmm. it's you're looking at them as less than or as something else exactly. than. That's why they'll call you an N word mm-hmm. or they'll call you a P word or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So you come from that place, and so the world wants him to uphold that and keep that there. Got you. But they're mad because he knew that he shouldn't have said that. Right. And so he's going back and apologizing. Now, if you're mad because somebody apologizes for hurting somebody, there's something seriously wrong with you. Right. Right. There's something seriously wrong with you. You know what I mean? Like if, Hey, you know what? If he, if he feels in his heart of mind that, that he, he made a, a a mistake and Mm -hmm. he wants to apologize. Like what reason is it to bash this man or to downplay him because he's doing that? There's right. nothing there. Right. And you go back and you look into all these people who are talking about that. Mm-hmm. They want to keep that hatred going. They want to they want to they want to keep it pushing. We want to keep that standard and that step and that status and that's it. Right. So you you believe it's okay for him to apologize or yeah, in, yeah. in this worldly term apologizing. Yeah. Cuz we know you really what you really should be doing is repenting, but if you ain't saved, you wouldn't understand that part. So the world used the term apologize or I'm sorry. And yeah. things like that, meaning that they regret it and they take it back and, and, and so on. And so, yeah, so I, I you know, and, and I agree because I don't know what's going on in his, in his mind, yeah. you know, of why he's positive. Because some the other side of the argument with anything is, and this is what I struggle, not so much struggle with, but what I'm always considering is my own errors, right? Me too. You know, my own errors are when I said things that weren't in the spirit, you know, like yeah. using that word fee mm-hmm. and, and wasn't in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And then later on coming back and somebody correct me on that, you know, got to put pride aside and say, well, because I felt horrible. Like, yeah. man, well, man, I, man, Lord what help was, me. What was making you feel <laughs> horrible, you know? Exactly. Because yeah. I, you know, because I realized it was hating. I want to be loved. I don't want to yeah. be known for that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if, if he's saying he's sorry because of that, because he recognized, you know what? Y'all right. I mm. shouldn't have said that like that. Or is he doing it because he just simply wanted to hold on to his jobs and hold on to his popularity and continue because they wanted the shows they delayed till next year mm-hmm. and, you know, want to continue to do this. So they probably call him, hey, man, you need to apologize so we can continue to hold you on to these things. But if you really believe what you said and you really believed it, then you shouldn't repent. Now, I think you said something that is important even when you say something that you believe from the heart and you don't believe that you were wrong. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that one of my mentors taught me Bishop Jeremiah Reed is that when you hurt somebody, you know, he said, he said, look, I'm, you know, I'm preaching truth. I'm trying to help folks. He said, but I never want to hurt anybody, even by what I say. So if I hurt somebody, I want to make that right. Right. You know, even though, you know, you spoke your truth, you didn't mean it that way. But if you hurt them, you want to amend that. You want to make that right because you don't want anybody to be hurt. And, and that's what you, you you said about far as you know, people being hurt yeah. and so on. And so even when you speak your truth, if you hurt somebody, you still got to get that right. Whatever yeah. way conversations you're going to have to do that. And then sometimes people get upset because they say, well, you still didn't really apologize. Well, he, what he's trying to do is get you to understand where he's coming from. I'm not saying him, but yeah. anybody. Uh, they're trying to get you to understand where they're coming from, but at the same time trying to make it right with 
what he's being accused of that hurt somebody yeah. or or if people going to get angry and upset hey man you know Yashua said you know let you know they be blind guys of the blind it was blindly the blind they both going to fall in the pitch he didn't repent or say oh I'm sorry y'all got offended yeah. you know what I mean well you know what I, so why is he apologizing that's the question exactly well I mean he's a millionaire Mm-hmm. By uh, probably a hundred times, so he really don't need. He's got that. money, mm-hmm. you know, and not only that though, but I think he still has another job with um, Fox, right? Doing the mass singer. They, they say, "Hey, that. you good with us?" <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if it's, if he apologized because he wanted to make more money mm-hmm. or he wants to keep more money, but um, I think it's because he probably hurt a lot of people that he didn't know he hurt because right. he's got a lot of friends and you know they they they're sharing these like well hold up bro like like you really feel about that like I didn't know that yeah so I don't know Good I think point. It, I think it's I think it's kind of sincere but uh we at the end of the day we don't really know the motive behind right. it right you know right right absolutely so you know the other thing we want to have cuz you know for the sake of time want to um try to get to um uh talking about um Kanye West, you know, um, and, and, you know, I just want to go on record. We know that he has, he's bipolar. Yeah. And so sometimes you don't know if, if it's, if, if it's his condition that's impacting him to cause him to do and say things that he's doing and saying and so on. But at the same time, um, you know, it could, he could very well know what he's doing right you know i mean mm. when he make his music and his rap and things like that he knows what he's doing so you say mm, so mm. so but 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 what what i do want to uh add into it before you go is you know what he said about harriet tubman do you do you remember you know what he said about harriet tubman uh no no what did he say because i seen that one of her ancestors was replying to something that he said or to him so right was right it? i don't have the quote right before me read it but the quote uh, but what basically what he was saying was is that Harriet Tubman, you know, when she when she was like doing the Underground Railroad and freeing a lot of people, she freed a lot of people to go work for white people. You know, he, she she helped a lot of people get freed. She didn't, he really what she what he's trying to say. She didn't really help a lot of people get free. The people that she helped get free didn't really get free because they end up going working for white people. Which you know, I I, I don't think he didn't get into details about what yeah. he, what he was saying about that. But that was one of the things that went up because we know Harriet Tubman done a, did a great job. I think. One of the things I was looking at is that she uh, she went on about 19 missions to help people right in the South escape and over. And this is the estimated number of about 300 people escaped from slavery. And, mm-hmm. you know, and these people went various places to Canada, different all kind of different kind of places. Mm-hmm. So for him to say that, you know, it's almost sound like he's discrediting the work that she work, did or yeah. that she's working for the oppressor or whatever. And and I think people need to also understand when you talk about slavery, I, I know people understand this, but I just want to say this, is that there was a lot of white people that helped black people escape from slavery. Yeah, you that's know, the truth You had too. the Quakers and you had a lot of these folks that were abolitionists, mm-hmm. like you're talking about abolition today, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, and black people needed these white people. If it wasn't for the white people that was against it, we probably wouldn't be where we are now. Of course, we know it was yeah. capitalism, economics, and how the South was pulling away from that. I mean, the North was pulling away from all slavery and, and, and the South was totally relying upon it. Oh yeah. But we, we do know that, you know, uh, uh, there was, you know, that, that white people were played a, a prominent role in that. You know, I like the way Bishop Bonner put it <laughs> when he, he, he was talking about um, the church. Right. And he said, you know, the church failed to, to, to uh, work to push for uh, blacks to be free. So God had to use um, uh, a worldly person like Link, Abraham Lincoln, mm. <laughs> you know, even though we, we know that all yeah. that was politics and yeah. emancipation yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
But I do believe that there were a lot of white people who helped and, and, and it wasn't for them being a catalyst, wasn't for them really standing up front being abolitionists and taking a strong stand in the church divided over this, right? There were, yes. there were preachers that was holding, had slaves. And then there was uh, the, the church group that believed like, nah, if you holding slaves, you know, we taking your license from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're against this. This is ungodly yeah. and inhumane, you know, yes. and, and we need to stop this. And so they were helping a lot of black people yeah. uh, escape slavery and so forth, along with uh, Harriet Tubman. Oh, yeah. And so what Kanye, I think Kanye, you know, shouldn't have said that. At least that's my opinion, but mm -hmm. I, I wonder what your opinion is. Well, <clears throat> Kanye West has uh, mental problems, right? You know, and he's—they uh, say that he's bipolar, right? Um, um, I don't know the extent of his mental problems, uh -huh. but he's—he's he's, uh, mentally unstable, right? And for me, what I've seen is people that are mentally unstable—they're possessed, you know, like demon. by a demon, mm -hmm. you know. And you'll see it in their talk and in their speech and stuff because they're double-minded, going back and forth. Mm -hmm. And when he get and 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 I've seen like he went on a Twitter rant, mm -hmm. and I'm seeing what he's talking about, and I'm like, what What are you doing, man? Like, right. you know, what are you doing all this for? Mm -hmm. And supposedly he was saying that his wife and his family are up uh, against him; they want to get him and all those type of things. And this is after like a, a supposed presidential campaign run, right? Um, and that's what this was when he made that statement. He was yeah, this, and yeah. so he said that, and he was being uh, crying or something like that over his daughter. Like this is this is a man that clearly. Has mental problems for sure. I cannot. That is for sure. Yeah, I cannot take you serious if you're not focused on 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 reality, or if I know that you're back and forth between the two. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't take you serious. But if he said that about um, Harriet Tubman, he's off because I heard mm -hmm. him say something else about. Um, you know, black people choosing to be slaves. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah he got yeah, in trouble bro, for that. I don't know about that one. You know what I mean? So Kanye West, um, and then there, there, and I seen like, even on one of my, 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 uh, it was a timeline on my post. I mean, a post on my timeline where a brother says, he asked a question. He said, how or what did Kanye West do to be considered a genius? And for me, I was like, well, I've never really heard him. Anybody refer to him as a genius. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he did a, uh, uh, when I was listening to this type of music, he did an album. It was pretty good. It was groundbreaking at the time. I don't know how many million it sold, but it was it was definitely good um, for that time and 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 for that type of you know uh, audience. Um, he had the song Jesus Walks on there and stuff mm, like I that. I heard about that one. Yeah, he had that and and that that catapulted him into another level and you know these things of that nature. But now I don't know what he's doing. I think he has a new song out. It's called Covered in the Blood. Hmm. Talking about the covered in the blood of Christ, mm -hmm. but um, his faith and I don't know who's teaching him or who what what ministry he's under, but I don't I don't think he's really rooted in truth. Gotcha. I don't think he's rooted in anything spirit solid. and truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, spirit and truth. I don't think uh -huh. he's rooted in any of that because um, I don't really see any of that fruit. Right. You know, what I mean, yeah, he's making claims that he, Jesus is the Lord and things like that, but. Like those are just and talking about abortion. Yeah, like yeah, that. those are just empty claims, though. Like mm -hmm. I, I need to see some real fruit, right? You know, like, I, like if he talks about like music and and you know, like his Gap uh, new venture with the Gap clothing brand, I can I can believe that that when he starts talking about that because uh -huh. 
he knows what he's talking about. But once you start talking about the things of God, right. I need to see what like what you really know and what you really believe in. And there's been nothing solid about that. Right. You know, exactly. from my perspective. And I don't want like like you said, I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna judge him unrighteously, mm-hmm. you know, but that's from what I see. Right. You right. know, and then the people that he's up under, like I don't like these I don't know what they you know. Yeah, they're just there for the money, not doing him any good, right? Yeah. You know, and, and, and so on. And so I know that, you know, that's one of the things, you know, when you talk about Kanye West, you know, he bring he tried to bring God into two different things yeah. and so on. And and um my thing is is with Kanye, you know, because um uh there's some things that he said, cause I, I read a script that he, you know, when he was and he was talking about what he wanted to do and different things like that. There were some things he said that I agreed with. Yeah. And but it's kind of like what you say when you know you don't want to discriminate against a person because of mental uh, disabilities, right? Yeah. You, know, you 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 want to support them, and um, with me being a pastor and the training that I've received as a pastor, and then uh, uh, a former training, and then you know really like through experience, yeah. you know one of the things that I realize is is that you know the disease of being bipolar is different from being possessed with a demon. But being possessed with a demon does uh, uh, show those characteristics that a person has bipolar with. And so I think, you know, at least from a spiritual perspective, we have to like have that discernment to be able to know, okay, what are we dealing with here? Are we dealing with someone that has an injury to his brain Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, need healing there to be well? Or do we have someone possessed by a demon yeah. And the demon need to be cast out, right? Yeah. And and that becomes very difficult if you don't have discernment of spirit. Yeah. And I know a lot of times, you know, especially in the black culture, we just label everything a demon. Yeah. And say, oh, that person got a demon, blah, blah, blah. But no, <laughs> yeah, they might yeah. have some mental thing. But then, because I was talking with my son, buddy, earlier, uh-huh. and he's saying the same thing. Like, you know, yeah. I, you don't think Kanye got a demon. I was like, well, you know, he bipolar, you know. I mean, so how maybe do- so. I don't know. Maybe so. But I think we should... Um, if we're dealing with something, see, we're not there to deal with him and see what's going yeah. on and unless God reveal it to us and say, hey, that's a demon you're dealing with. Then if they say he's bipolar, then we have to like, you know, like we talked about earlier, say what they say they are unless we have a spiritual understanding and revelation of that this individual is demonly possessed. Because I know like a lot of times it's, it's kind of crazy, right, when you talk about demon possession because... You know, you got some that go to the extreme and call everything demon possession. I'm struggling yeah. with lust. Oh, you got a the mm, lust the, demon the, need the, to be cast out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I got a problem with gossip. Oh, you got a gossip demon. So <laughs> now we're taking responsibility away yeah. from that person as an individual because they say, oh, it's not me. It's the demon in me that needs yeah. to be cast out. Yeah. Then when they think they got the demon cast out, they still got the issue. I remember a brother was going to church. We were, a church was in, in um, a white guy. We was in Paradise Hills. And they had a lot of boarding care homes over there. So we had a lot of people coming from the boarding care homes to, to our church. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, a lot of them did have um, uh, some mental disabilities. And I, I think they say you don't even say that. Uh, I forget what the, the politically correct word is now. Uh, mental child mental health issues mm-hmm. is one behavioral health, mental health, behavioral type drugs and everything else, but mental health issues. And um, he was bipolar, yeah. right? And and there was a couple of things that 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 I can share with you. Him being bipolar. Okay. Uh, one was is that he he shared with me. He came in. We sat down and talked and shared with me. He said, "I went to this church, and he said that they, you know, because he's bipolar, they said he had a demon, mm-hmm. and they had to cast it out, right? Mm-hmm. So 
he said that day he said they told him when they when they exercised him they said we cast out 30 something demons i think it was 30 something demons 20 something it was a lot of demons right mm -hmm. that they told him they cast out yeah and he looked at me and he laughed he's like i just went along with him i was just pretending and acting you know you know like they were casting out demons and i had demons and stuff like that because of his bipolar right he had mm. a, a bipolar issue and then when you when you talk with him you realize that he had an injury right to his brain mm. i got a friend um uh, I hope he don't mind me calling his name out, but Michael Adams, you mm -hmm. know, he, when he, he's from Santa, we all grew up together. Yeah. He went to the South and got robbed and got hit in the head. Mm. And now he hears voices, right? And that Harry Tubman, same thing. She got hit in the head and, and it used to have seizures and stuff. So, so, but he used to start hearing voices and things. So now he got to take medication, right? Mm -hmm. And oh, he'll start hearing voices, different things like that. So. Sometimes it is an injury to the brain, whether it's by whether it's something biologically going on or whether it's, it's you know, you received an injury from the outside with a pipe or uh, failed, hit your head or something like that yeah. and 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 can cause that. And, you know, unless God heal you physically in your brain and, and so on, um, you're going to have that problem. Yeah. But then also we also know that these are traits and characteristics of demon possession also. Yeah. But I think we hurt and harm people. When we just, without really fishing through and to find out what's going on here with yeah. this person, to just outrightly call it demon possession. The gentleman that I was, I was going out church, mm -hmm. uh, one time he um, he was at church and he just got up right when we get open up in prayer and he said, F you. He gave me a finger, F you, F you, and blah, 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 and gave me a finger and stuff. And then wow. he, he just got out and left. And, and uh, uh, Darnell, he was out there and Darnell was like, you want me to? take care of this i said no leave him alone let mm. him go and so on so he left and um a couple of weeks later wow. i saw him come to the door he wanted to come in but then he was hesitant i said come on in man come on in mm -hmm. and he came in i took him to my office i said oh, sit down i said what happened he said man that day i just felt like people were messing over me in my mind he said because of his medic his his, his uh, situation being bipolar and he said he just lost it in, yeah. in service and everything so i really believe that he was bipolar i really believe that he has some at least god didn't reveal anything to me mm. about him being demon possessed because if he would have we, we would have you know cast it out but i believe there was really an injury there and so you, the prayer has to be heal his brain right yeah you yeah. know then sometimes the prayers yes cast this demon out so saying all that to say that you know, when 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 it comes to Kanye West or anybody that suffers from mental health issues, especially in the black community, we're quick mm. to blame it on the devil. Mm -hmm. Versus number one, this person taking personal responsibility, and number two, um, uh, uh, let's 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 find out what's really going on. Is this bipolar or demon? Because what ends up happening is is that anytime uh, uh, Kanye does something that's outrageous, he can blame it on his bipolar rather than taking personal responsibility for his actions. So that's why I always say, I don't know if he's just playing politics, if he's suffering from his bipolar issue, or whether you didn't possess, whatever you want to call yeah. it, or or um, is he just playing games? You know what I mean? Being <laughs> yeah. stupid, you know what I mean? So and so it's hard to, it's sometimes it's, it's hard to tell, unless God reveals it, it's hard to tell yeah. what's going on with these people. But I think we do have to make people take personal responsibility, yeah. you know, for their actions so that they don't blame it on the devil or blame it on their, whether it's a demon or whether it's, it's your bipolar, you know, uh, I, I think sometimes people do suffer and it, and their condition caused it. But then other times I think, people blame it on that kind of like me right you know with my 
brain and my memory and so I said man you know I smoked a lot of sherm man mm. sometimes I use that as an excuse when I forget things <laughs> with I said well you know man this, you know this PCB messed my brain up you know yeah. well I mean like so so the question to ask is how can you make that claim Ricky how can you say that he's demonically in, in, uh, possessed and maybe right? so maybe he is I don't know so with me um I well personally like from what I've seen the research that I've done and the history and experience of, of, of everything, putting it all together and, and, and making a, a righteous judgment. Got you. You got to understand how the music industry moves. Got you. And the, the entertainment movement. Good point. The entertainment industry moves. Now, this brother, there was never none of these 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 issues uh, at all prior to him, to his success. There was none of that. And then when he had his success, it was How still, was it when he, when he, when he succeeded? Um, he was in his twenties. I think he was like in his late twenties. Like, okay. I want to say between twenty-seven to thirty. Okay, because I, I know one of the things that they said was is that with um, people that suffer from bi bipolar, most time it comes on you in your. It can hit you in your late teens, but most time it comes on you in your twenties, your early twenties, and, and so on. So that's what they say sometimes. But I I hear what you're saying, and and I agree with you from the perspective that. That could be the case mm -hmm. because, you know, when you talk about this music industry, it's demonic, it's owned by Satan, and, and, and you don't know what people are getting caught up in. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you you um, have this situation. Yeah. So we got to really, like, let's dive into it. That's why we say slow motion. Yeah. You know? So let's slow this down. Let's, what's really going on here? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, like, like, you see, like, so there wasn't any of these instances prior, but, gotcha. like, as he, but then... He made that song that's pretty significant. Mm -hmm. Jesus walks. You know, this is a person giving uh, uh, honor and glory to to the Messiah. Right. You know, on right. a, on a on a worldly scale, on a worldly platform, right. man. So you know, he's got. So now that that you're attracting all kinds of attacks. You know, that's gonna come to you. Then he had his mother uh, pass, pass away, away yeah. and things like that. And you know, he's. It, you know, I don't know too much about the the woman's family that he's with, Kim Kardashian. Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. know what their faith is like, but there's also things going on in that family to yep. where Bruce Jenner, he decided to be a woman. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so all these things are coming afterwards. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, these guys' success. So like, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't there. know what's yeah. going what on. What kind of but, spirit is at work? Yeah, exactly. So like I said, like, I, and, and then like, he seems pretty knowledgeable. He seems like, like if you talk to him, he's up on it. Like mm -hmm. he's not like crazy. Like like you know what you're doing. But then like I said, like some people say, well he's he said he's bipolar, so I don't know. But for me, I would just attune it to that. You know, mm -hmm. either either he's possessed or influenced in one of the ways. Mm -hmm. But like you said too, like you also gotta understand that like some people have brain injuries and they do suffer from that in yeah. a, in a certain type of way. Right. And I think the, and I think the ones that are suffering. Uh, from injuries mm -hmm. and physically from that stuff, mm -hmm. I think it's a different. Yeah, um, I think it's a different outcome or oh, yeah. a different. Like you know, you see them do different things or mm -hmm. say different things, mm -hmm. but like the stuff that he's saying, it's like, why are you bad? It's like he's babbling. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. He's gotcha. babbling on, gotcha. babbling on, and I don't know. It just it just seems <laughs> suspect to me. Yeah, and, and and that's what this is about, you know. And so hey, if it's suspect, it's suspect. And yeah. So you know, my thing is, and that's that's why I wanted to talk about. Uh, Kanye West and um, 
um, uh, Nick Cannon yes. uh, from a spiritual lens, you know, from the spiritual side of dealing with God because both of these issues they're talking about dealing with God. But I believe anything that we deal with that's going on in the world, you know, God has something to say about it. And yes. we can Everything. look at that from a spiritual aspect Amen. and address it. I think that's what's missing many times in what we see in the conversation. Everybody want to leave God out of everything. So with Shafat Outreach and Slow Motion with Bishop Courtney Bowser and what we're trying to do in our ministry is, you know, we we want to bring God into it. You yes. Know, we, we want you to know that Yahweh yes. uh, has a say. He has, a, Keep he has something to say. Exactly. Amen. He has something to say about it. Keep him in it. He's in the center of it. And that's what we wanted to want it to be about. I like what you really said about Nick Cannon yes. and, and how you broke that down and so on. Mm. You really... Um, uh, brought a a good perspective on on Kanye mm -hmm. and for that perspective because in my mind it's like what's going on with this dude is it you know yeah. is it demon possession is mm. it you know something else is he just playing games and yeah. want to blame it on you know that you know what I mean because yeah. you know I ain't going for and, and let me say this I, I I don't discredit people with mental health issues mm -hmm. but what I'm not going to go for is just because a doctor diagnosed you yeah that don't mean that you have that because um. Uh, when I when I was studying psychology, I was reading a story about a a psychologist played a trick on his colleague. Mm. He sent to him ten perfectly normal people, and after he evaluated them and assessed them, all of them were bipolar and schizophrenic. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Ten, so so we know that you know a lot of times they'll label you as anything and call yeah. you anything and so on. And then that it's kind of like just like saying. You know, when we say a person demon possessed, it takes responsibility from that person repenting and really taking responsibility for their actions. I think it's the same thing when you talk about um, uh, when the doctors say you 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 have this condition, you have that condition. Mm -hmm. Then it takes responsibility away from that person. Yeah. So anything they do, well, you know, I got this condition. You know, I got I'm by I'm bipolar. I'm I'm X Y Z and so on. And and I can see like my my friend Mike, I was telling you about. That's clear, right? He was one way before he got injured, another way after he got injured. So mm. we know what happened. It was a brain injury. And yeah. he'll let you know that I was injured in my, I got injured, man, and been messed mm. up ever since. And then we also know through science, what science has, has taught us. And I, I, I still, you know, and I want to be careful with this, but I still, I, I'm, I'm falling in agreement with you that, you know, even, even though science says what they're studying of uh, human behavior found that, you know, a lot of people with bipolar, it end up starting manifesting when they get in their 20s. But I still agree from the perspective that a lot of that is demonic one way or another. You yeah, know science I mean? could just diagnose it, but exactly. they don't have a cure for it. Exactly. So if you exactly. can diagnose it, how come you can't cure it? Thank you. And, 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 and that's a good note to close on because what we're talking about, because one of the things that I always say is that even when you talk about the psychologist, psychiatrist and all that, and so they need to get out of the pastor's backyard, right? Yeah. They set up tent there because you could tell us what's wrong, yeah. but you can't tell a person what to do. Yeah. Right. If you want true deliverance, you got to come to God. For come I don't care what it is, bipolar, injury, brain or or whatever you're doing. And that's why the world is in the situation it is now is truly turning to God. Yeah. And and letting God heal you, letting God deal you, de uh, deliver you, or Amen. just get your mind and heart right. And I, I've talked. There's some things that have been proven scientifically, right? That yeah. even people that have these mental conditions, mental health issues, I've talked to experts on it that that don't believe in medication. All day. they said a lot of it has to do with reducing your stress level and setting up an environment that doesn't trigger 
you to act or do a certain way, right? Even me, when I was a little kid, they used to say I had seizures, not physical seizures, mm -hmm. but I would have fits. I would go off because <laughs> people would mess with me and I would be quiet until I lost it. Mm. And I just went off. I was ready to fight everybody and, <laughs> and kill everybody. And mm. I remember one time my homeboy, Levert, he told me, he like, Corn, man, you can't be doing that, man. Yeah. If, if folks are doing something to offend you, you need to talk about it, man. You got to yeah. need to let it out, man. Let yeah. us know. We'll back up, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm ready to fight all my homies, man. Oh, man. <laughs> they, they, yeah. You know how back when you're a little kid and people yeah. joking on you and telling telling jokes and stuff like oh, that. And, and I guess it was it was – it was my time for them to, to, to <laughs> joke on me, right? Yeah. And we, I think we was in the backyard some with all the homies and stuff. And so everybody basing on me. Mm. And I got upset, man. I was ready to fight all of them. I started yelling and going off. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, whoa, whoa, you man. Ain't no nah, fun. man. Nah, man. We, come on. Why you tripping, man? Uh, and, 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 but it's all about my it's all about self-control right i just yeah. lost control i can't blame it all man, you know what man i was nah. just high or man you know i got this condition no, no man it's me yeah and i yeah. gotta take responsibility for yeah. that you know so we we you know so so for sure so but I, I, um we gotta always look at it from a spiritual perspective we yes. gotta always understand that the devil is involved some kind of way yes sin is involved some because sin yes. will mess your mind up yes sin it will. will make you go crazy yes it and, does and, and so you, you sometimes you just need to get delivered and get out of that yeah. my nephew you know um family member uh uh, uh was taking that meth man and and messed him, huh. messed him up and then i I, the I saw studies that they did that they said sometimes when you're on the drugs, they confuse it with being bipolar, having mental health issues, but it's really just the drugs, right? Yeah. So we know that there are situations you can get in that make you lose your mind. That don't mean that, you know, that's your condition for life and that's your label for life. But at that moment, at that time, something spiritually happened and you need to get back in sync with God. And I think because so many people are out, of, out of sync with God, they all messed up. Any final words? Um, well... Uh, you know, just to, to piggyback what you're saying, man, everything has to be viewed at from a spiritual perspective. Like a lot of the things that I talk about, even on my post, uh, a majority, uh, I, won't, I don't want to say everything because, you know, sometimes I'm just talking about, you know, just random things. You want to have a conversation. Yeah, I just want to have a conversation. <laughs> but a majority of things that I'm talking about or the place that I'm coming from is always spiritual. Amen. And that right there is what gets me into a lot of trouble. Right. You know, I don't mind it, but, you know, it's just like what you're saying. Keep a spiritual perspective and outlook first before everything. Right. You know, on everything that you do, everything that you hear, everything that you see. Um, and then, you know, from there... You know, you can pretty much, you know, find the truth or the the narrative on where it's going to with right. a lot of things. Um, so, yeah, man, you know, uh, if anybody's struggling to, um, with their faith, Amen. you know what I mean? Um, question, question God. Mm -hmm. Don't don't deny him mm -hmm. and, and, and don't doubt him. But, you know, it's nothing wrong to question him. Yeah. Man, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know. Just um, one more thing I wanted to say too. Go ahead. I mean, I've been I, this has been happening a lot recently. Mm -hmm. If you have a friend that's looking out for you or checking on you, don't act like you're annoyed because of that. Right. You know, a right. lot of brothers, mm -hmm. and I'm seeing a lot. I don't know. A lot of sisters are shutting down mentally okay. because things are not going their way right now or for whatever reason they're shutting down. But when, when people are out there, you know, reaching out to them, right. they're, they don't want to respond, but we, we see you 
we see you following us. Uh-huh. We see you liking this or liking that. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't be annoyed. You know, I'm, I'm looking out for you. I'm, I'm, Amen. I really care about you. That's right. So, you know, don't think that nobody's not there for you. You know, mm-hmm. people are really out here. We care about you. And, um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Man. I got Oh, I got some uh, music uh, you can go check out on SoundCloud. My stage name, which is, everybody knows me as Ricky Preach. Um, you can go ahead and look me on SoundCloud right there. I got a couple of videos on YouTube as well. Um, we'll post links uh, at the end of this. And then um, I think that's about it. Oh, you know, Charity Apostolic. That's the church, man. That's the that's the home. <laughs> amen, that's the amen, home, man. Amen. Come and get your issue. <laughs> Thursdays, it. we got Bible study. Yeah. Saturday, we got service, that's man. That's it. We fast. We pray. We, we keep mm-hmm. it all Bible. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we answer all questions. So Amen. if you got any interest, go ahead and hit us up. Hit anybody up that's that's connected. You know, we won't we won't deny you. That's right. And um, that's about it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, uh. So how do you say say your stage name? <laughs> Ricky oh, Preach. Ricky Preach. And I see that all the time. <laughs> Ricky. I was going to say Preachy Rick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Preach. And, yeah. and uh, uh, we, we thank you for being on the, the, the program today. Shafat Outreach Program. Uh, um, slow motion with Bishop Cornelius Bowser, and you're gonna hear a lot more from us. This is our first one, and so um, uh, remember, go to our website um, www.corneliusbowser-gangs.com, and um, you know we, we're gonna post some stuff up there on um, Ricky Preach, also yes. uh, on on uh, some of his music from iCloud and, and YouTube. We're gonna get some stuff up there, some things about him also. But go to the places he said. And um and check out the links that we have in this podcast also. All right, God bless you, and um uh, share, get out there and let people know about this podcast because we're going to come at you every week. And if there's something that a subject you'd like us to cover, please let us know because we want to uh, cover those topics. And and you have a guest that you think we can have an interesting guest to talk about, let us know. But l- please understand that we we keep it spiritual and we keep it saved and we keep it righteous here. All right. Shalom. All right. God bless. All right.